Hi, I'm Lawrence Strant, and welcome to another episode of 365 Unplugged. And I'm joined, as always, by the beautiful. Well, I'm not beautiful. I've got a beard, and I'm I'm trying to com- compete against uh, Jethro because Jethro now has a beard that's bigger than the hats that he's wearing. So I'm so all the, kinds of. Who are you again? We haven't we haven't established. Oh, that my name's Alistair Pugin, coming to you from sunny South Africa. <laughs> well, our audience knows who we are. I that's don't true. see why it's a thing anymore. But yes, Jethro's beard. Don't they? So we um, can still do it. <laughs> All right, let's get into the topic. Enough faffing about. Um, I have. Um, will the Office three sixty five disappear as a brand? Wow, that sounds like. Do people that start working with Teams know what SharePoint is? Because that's the same, same, right? Yeah. Well, uh, that would be a topic for next week, sir. Maybe. Yes, we'll see. Yeah. And I want to talk about how everyone. It's a very Oprah moment, right? Everyone has now MyAnalytics. You get MyAnalytics, you get MyAnalytics. Look under your chair. It's MyAnalytics. Everyone's got MyAnalytics. So it was always the for the purvey of... Pretty sure oh, we, we have to do a, like a coin flip or... A, oh, like, so I, can't, I have to stop talking about it. Okay. You do. So for, you do. For, for our viewers out there, the only time, there's the single most time that we got rock, paper, scissors... Lizard and all the other Spark things, right, was on last week's episode or the last time we aired at the MVP Summit because we yes. were both there and it worked because due to lag, we can't get it. So we've gone back to the coin. So we're going to do a coin toss. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah, know so what that is anyway. <laughs> I have to believe you. So what country this coin is from? I have no idea what country this coin is I from. I can't even see that. But there's a, there's a heads and a tails. All right. So, so I'm going to go with heads. You go with heads. Okay. Three, two, one. What is it? And I haven't moved it. I haven't moved it. It's tails. It's tails. tails. I'll have to I believe you because I can't make it out anyway. I would. So, so I can start talking about MyAnalytics. So waffle. Begin your waffle. Lorian, have you used MyAnalytics? Yes, I have. Uh, since day one. Love it. But please but tell you me more. Let's, right? let's pretend that I don't know what it is. No, no, no. I need you to pretend that you do know what it is because I'm going to be asking you the questions. That's oh, how okay, this sure. Yes, I've had it since day one. Um, I have an E5. I love my Minolytics. And and sure. Unicorn, Uni, Uni likes um, Minolytics as well. So Minolytics, for those who don't know what it is, Jesus Christ, can I at least talk? Minolytics, for those who don't know what it is, it's exactly what it says. It's analytics about your productivity in the Office 365 suite, right? Yeah. Yes. And initially it was limited to, hey, it's like those iPhone users, you now get a screen time report once a week. It tells you how much time you spent on the screen and how productive you are. And your my analytics is really about looking into how you using the tooling in front of you makes you productive. So how much time spent in emails, how much time spent in meetings, and so forth. So I've personally never used it. <gasps> yeah. I don't understand why I'm doing this show with you. Half the things I talk about you've never used. <laughs> no, there's two things. My analytics and to do, mate. <laughs> because <laughs> and Cortana and Sway and what else have we got there? Look, it works, have you ever right? logged into Office 365 before? <laughs> You're the intellectual genius. 
I'm just the pretty face with a beard, mate. That, that's all it is. Um, this show would not be as intellectually stimulating without your vocal commentary. Coming back to vocal commentary, Minolytics, you said you used it, and you use yeah. it confidently. Does it add value to your life? Yeah, look, I think in, in my current role now as an independent consultant, no, it doesn't actually add any value. But that being said, I'm in a company of two people, so it's irrelevant to me. But when I was in a company of more people, um, and also the company I work for part-time, I get analytics from there. And the thing is, the way I tend to look at it, like you were talking about how you get the um, the the insights on your iPhone and the Microsoft launcher does on an Android now, um, the way I've tended to refer to my analytics for a long time is like a Fitbit for work, um, which is if you care about your fitness, and in this case, it's your mental fitness, um, then you look at these statistics. And the kind of things that I saw straight away when I first started using it was how much time I was spending on emails outside of hours, uh, because I was looking at that. It was also showing me how much time I was spending multitasking during meetings because I was firing off emails while I was in meetings with people. Um, and it was really good because it allowed me to then look at what the company average was and uh, allow me to then set goals and say, okay, I actually want to spend less time um, on emails um, after hours, as an example. So I set that as a new goal. And then I actually, like you would normally with a Fitbit, with you know, like a couch to 5K, is you would then you know, try to say, okay, get down, get down. The great thing I like about my analytics is nobody can see your data. It is purely my analytics. Um, nobody else can see it at all. So there's no, oh, big brother's watching me. My employer can see the data. There's none of that at all. Um, so the question is, Al, now you know it's available. Why do you care about it? Like, are you, do you just- so you I know, do, I, I do care about my analytics. What I'm really glad about from a Microsoft perspective is that they're making it available to everyone. Sure. Especially for large organizations. I've got customers. I've got a big customer in in the US that has 62,000 users. And when I was introduced to the organization, they told me that they're very meeting heavy. I've got a customer in South Africa that's got 12,000 users. And we used to sit in meetings. We used to have a meeting about a meeting. Oh, yeah. So the meeting was, we want to create a meeting. Can we talk about what the meeting is going to be about? And from a productivity evangelist perspective, it's, it's big news for me. Why? Because organizations tend to measure, well, incorrectly measure the opportunity cost associated with performing a task. And we always go back to, well, productivity enrichment is about improving your processes and being doing a lot of around process re-engineering. But what we don't really measure is the amount of time people spend in the most time-consuming app of all time, Outlook. This is a very business-heavy conversation. I'm so used to talking about tech. You've just used business process engineering. Whew, go on. Whew, I'm getting <laughs> papers. <laughs> That's the first time I have his attention. Now, the opportunity cost associated with performing a task, really, is not just I've got a piece of paper that I've got to fill in, but it's about the communication platform that we use to communicate with people that are co-contributors for completing a task. And for the most part, we do that in mail. Yeah. And then we absolutely. have a meeting about a project. Yeah, look, that was one of the things about... Sorry, go on. No, 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 I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> uh, it was one of the challenges with um, with my analytics for some time is that it only took signals from Outlook. So it was only looking at your email and your calendar, um, which... You know, as people were starting to branch out of that to use Skype for business, to use Yammer, um, and especially over the last couple of years to using Teams, um, it wasn't really looking at those signals. So 
you'd often see this thing like, hey, why don't you connect, reconnect with Bob? You haven't emailed him for a while. And you'd be looking at this saying, but I talked to him on Skype for business all day. So, so but that being said, they've addressed that and now it actually gets signals from the rest of the office platform. Um, and what I really like about that, the MyAnalytics is it, there's also an Outlook add-in as well um, that gives you insights into your inbox. Um, and the, in the recent builds of Outlook, and I literally saw this at MVP Summit for the first time, it popped up and luckily I was actually in a MyAnalytics session the next day and asked them about it, is nudges in Outlook. So it will start actually suggesting things like, um, hey, if I'm writing an email at 11 o'clock, it might say, hey, um, Lauren, why don't you uh, schedule some time tomorrow to do your emails? Um, you've got, here's some free slots for you. Um, and or does things like, hey, you promised Alistair that you're going to send him this. Um, or things like, the person you're sending is actually in a different, uh, sending email to is actually in a different time zone and may not respond to you. Or your staff, you know, you may see this email outside of hours and feel pressure. So these kind of nudges are just really good reinforcements of, hey, my behavior has to change. There's nothing to do with the tool here that I have to change. This is about me. And that's the thing that I personally love about my analytics is it's kind of like Fitbit. It's like your Apple health. It's like all these things. If you want it and you want to change your life, you're going to do it. But it's good to have that data to be able to do it with. On the technical side of what you just said, seeing as I approached it from a business perspective and now I bring the technical side, you know, because I'm sort of a bit technical. What's really nice to see is the things that you've been talk talking about was actually trialed by Cortana first, seeing as I know a little bit about Cortana. So when you forget, you respond to a mail and you say, we'll chat about it tomorrow. Cortana will tell you, hey, don't forget to talk to Bob about that thing you said. Good point. However, yes. I do believe my analytics has actually been doing it longer than Cortana has, I think. Um, well, for someone that hasn't actively worked with my analytics. Well, as a person who has clearly never logged into Office 365 before in your case. Um, no, so, 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 the thing is, service. though, Hang on. The thing is with Cortana, Cortana is a consumer service. So the challenge you have is you are effectively letting a consumer service that is outside of the Microsoft Trust Center access your corporate data and provide you with really just those basic nudges of, hey, you promised Al that you were going to do this. You said that you would send this email. That's all it's effectively doing. Whereas my analytics is staying within your environment. I'm not exposing the data anywhere else. So, and I think so that's where I was actually going with this, Laurie, and before you decided to add to what I was saying, is that when you start to look at the tooling that Microsoft has built from a machine learning perspective and also from a artificial intelligence uh, viewpoint, it's interesting to note how they're actually using the tooling to provide different types of experience, both business and consumer. What I really like about what you were saying earlier on about nudges and being able to predict when you have time. No longer do you have to use a product like to do anymore because you can actually get my analytics to tell you when to schedule things. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm excited wow. about the possibility of, like you said, also, do you have to be on the latest Office Insider ring, the fast track ring? That nudge is on Insider Fast, but it will make its way out. There are nudges already available. Um, yeah. But that particular nudge that I was referring to that I saw, that's new. So that will start rolling out over the next. So another months. technical top tip for our viewers, seeing as I'm delivering most of the technical things that have been challenged by Lorian saying, yeah. I don't touch products. You have to make sure that you are on the right channel 
for FOST, for the Office Insider FOST stuff. If it doesn't update, there are a few blog posts that will actually allow you to update your registry where you can actually pull the latest Office Insider FOST builds because they don't push it via your monthly channel. So be wary, even though you are on first release, it's not necessarily going to give you that functionality. Run the regedit and actually then you'll be able to get the latest fast, uh, latest office inside of fast it's actually, builds. It's actually not even a regedit, it's a uh, support article that we can put into link later that um, uh, explains how to run basically the office setup installation and there's the line run. in the XML. That's how I'm run. running it. Yeah, I had to run the reg in order to get the latest build. I did a I did a session on 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 the new um, Excel formulas that are available with custom um, code and also with script lab. And you need to run that specific reg editor to get the latest build. You get a build previously to that because I am part of Office Insiders. I couldn't get the build that I had to demo. So yes. Okay. So top tip from the technical person on the show, Alistair Pugin. But yes, coming back, Minalytics. I do see that Minalytics requires quite a bit of business intuition into how it's used in the organization. It's not deploy and then you run to your manager no. and say, I spend 43 hours a week in meetings and, and, and minutes, you need to pay me more. No, and I think it's very much about the individual taking responsibility for their own time and scheduling. Um, now, it's not going to look at what tasks you spent your time on. Um, you know, that insight might come down in the future, but it is going to look at who you spend the most of your time meeting with, um, you know, how much focus time you had, who you communicate with most often. But as I said, it's just gonna, it also provides insights as well and tips and things like that. Um, so that's the thing is I think we as a workforce are all complaining about we're so busy being busy. So this is one of those tools that is there that really doesn't actually do anything about, like my analytics does nothing to promote um, monthly active usage. It doesn't drive extra usage of teams. It does nothing realistically for Microsoft. It's actually just a nice to have for the end user to go, oh, actually, I should cut back on my behaviors and my usage of the tools. So some of the things, another technical top tip from yours truly, Alistair Pugin, there are productivity tools out there that manage how you consume mails. This product called Boomerang that will sort of block mails from coming into your mailbox so that you can manage spending time in your mailbox. And I think Minalytics with so supercharging yeah. analytics, if you're spending too much time in replying to mails, manage the time that you actually spend in Outlook. Because a lot of people struggle from FOMO, right? We all do. I'm not going to close Outlook because I don't want to look at mails. People will keep it open just in case. So using tools like Boomerang where you can say, well, I want to check my mail every two hours. So it will hold that mail and then on a deliver it, every second hour on the second hour so that you, can you really that. have FOMO, you'll just get your phone out and not check it on there. But anyway, I think we're getting off topic. The question I've got to ask, Al, is do you now give a thumbs up to my analytics? Have you I do. You I do. I endorse my analytics for E1s, E3s, because it's not only for the special people. We're practicing. My analytics is now practicing inclusion, and they're including all e-customers. It's Yes. Well, it's actually any paid plan uh, of Exchange Online. Okay. So even your your, your SMB, SMC stuff? Uh, yeah, so even also not-for-profits if you're on the paid license and education if you're on the paid license as well. So, 
Okay. Yeah. But yes, I will I will actively, like I did for about 27 minutes using to do the last time we talked about to do, I will actively go use my analytics over the next week and I'll report back to you, Lorian. I think maybe one of the things we need to work on on a future episode is sustained adoption of Alistair actually picking up these tips. Anyway, that's us. Is uh, that it? That's the wrap. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. a wrap. And I suppose the next time you'll see me, we'll be along the coast, on the coast of sunny South Africa, heading towards SharePoint Saturday Cape Town. Depends when I release this video. And it also depends on when you hit me up to do another episode. Exactly. I could release this video in like three months. So <laughs> I control what? when people see you, Al. I <laughs> he does, he does, he does. I'm very subservient in this a mutualistically symbiotic relationship that is whatever the show name is. Yeah. Office 365 Unplugged. Yeah, 365 yeah, yeah. Unplugged. Anyway, unplugged. We're, going off, we're going off topic and off All right, Marianne. To the loop. Bye-bye.